So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast. We're here with Sarah and the Safe Word. We're gonna ask them some questions today. I'm gonna start. What inspired you guys to start the band, and what does the band name mean? Ooh, Ooh. Um, yeah, that's a good ooh. question. Yeah. Let's take this um, one. Yeah. So um, the, Sarah is the one who actually started the band. It was originally just her and Keenan. Was it Keenan originally, or was it just yeah. Sarah? It yeah. was Sarah and Keenan, whoever. <laughs> so Sarah and Keenan, and they just played. They just wanted an easy project, something to just have fun with and not, you know, stress over. Um, and um, they just kind of slowly started adding members um, until it grew. Kind of tumbleweeded. Oh. Yeah, um, it was. It was just um, Keenan and Sarah. Um, they had a drummer, and um, I think they did have a. Yeah, they had a bassist as well. Um, and then just over the years, everything kind of flipped and we had some turnover and Keenan and Sarah have always been the core that's kind of stood around. They brought Susie on and found me and Maddox not too much later. And, um, we just grew into the seven piece that we are now. So, and Courtney, shout out to Courtney. He's not here. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. But yeah, no, Sarah in the safe word. Um, so Sarah was in a band called Go Robo Go. And uh, they did a lot in the scene and uh, they were pretty visible in the scene too. And so Sarah had like moved up north and then came back to Atlanta and then she was itching to start new music. So she got together with Keenan because they used to do shows together in Go Robogo. And um, it was originally just her and Keenan. I remember mm -hmm. she, I think, I can't remember if she told y'all this, but I think she was talking one time how she did a show and it was just acoustic and it was just her and Keenan. Yeah. Oh, we call uh -huh. Keenan Kiki. <laughs> <laughs> okay. right. Yeah, like that's Keenan. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so if you, hear um, me say, yeah, if you hear me say Kiki, it's it's Keenan. Um, but yeah, it was just mainly them. Uh, so funny story how I got into the band. I got a Facebook message randomly, and I was like, who is this? Who are you? Excuse me. Why are you in my DMs? Um, and I didn't know them. They were just uh, reaching out over a project, which was Strange Doings in the Night. Um, they're recording and they're looking for a violinist and that's how I got connected with them and I, Beth was brought on too from that right like didn't you mm -hmm. did you know them beforehand? I, um, Keenan and I have a mutual friend um, and he needed a keyboardist for a jazz gig at the aquarium and so she was like hey I know someone and connected us and then I didn't even end up playing it he didn't bring me along and side note he stole my little minor key Christmas medley that was like super cool Ouch. and um anyways Ouch. <laughs> he's not here he can't say anything <laughs> um so anyways and then um he brought me back to audition for a separate band that he was in and I totally bombed that audition but I took the opportunity to be like I'm gonna work with you <laughs> um and then he brought me in for strange doings um i, I did um a couple of things on strange doings and i feel like that's kind of how they auditioned us a little bit like um susie you me and courtney like i felt like that was kind of the audition run and then after that it was like do you want to just be in the band and play all the shows and we were like yeah <laughs> yeah and what was really weird too is that i was so i was the first one uh, who was brought into the group of what the lineup you see now um, mm -hmm. and they asked me and I actually turned them down several times <laughs> 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 oh, <okay. laughs> I mean, Sarah gives me shipper all the time. She's like, you always yeah. told me no, you know, and so <laughs> I told them no, because at the time I was doing a double major at Kennesaw yeah. State University. Sorry, my dogs are playing. 
Um, I did a double major at Kennesaw State University. I was also in a mariachi band and I was doing jazz and all this stuff. So I was like, I'm too busy. But I gave them an old, like, I gave them like a, okay, look, if I'm not busy and y'all have a show, I'll totally hop on. And so they grabbed me and literally cornered me in the best way, not like a weird, creepy way. (laughs) And Sarah was like, can you please join? Will you join? And I was just like, I love y'all too much to, to say no again. And so that's how I joined. And then after that, uh, we had a, a very hectic release show where Maddox came and <laughs> play a little bit. Yeah, my, uh, my, my entry to the band, I kind of like think of it as like, wait, what happened? I'm, I'm in the band now. How did that happen? I don't know. Blink and I missed it type of thing. Because uh, it really was like, so I, I had met Sarah and knew of the band because I played in other bands w- with them in the scene. Actually got invited to do some like some of the gang vocals on Strange Doings. So I was in the studio for a little bit, just doing like gang vocals. And, you know, you know, we kind of got closer. And then one day, all of a sudden, they needed a bass player. And I was like, yeah, I, I could do it. They're like, can you learn uh, it was like 14 songs for the oh show God. next week? And I was like, sure. Maybe. <laughs> and then I, I don't know. So I, I, I did it, <laughs> and I went and practiced with them. Like, the first practice was, like, the night before the show. And then suddenly we were playing together, and, and then kitchen. I was in the band. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Courtney, um, Keenan and Courtney were actually in a different band together. That one that I auditioned for and totally bombed the audition. Um, Keenan and Courtney were in that band together um, for a couple of years, I think, and they wrote all the music for that and um, did most of the <laughs> did most of the vocals. Let's <clears throat> sorry. I, I, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, and so then um, uh, they brought Courtney on when they had suit. Now we have a string section, which is just so much cooler than just you know one string. Now they like they Susie and Courtney do so I'm gonna go on a tangent because Go for it. Susie and Courtney do so many cool things the way they intertwine their harmonies and like I'm just gonna brag about her why she's gonna blush. And just the way they intertwine their their melodies and their harmonies and they get this back and forth going and um I I just like adore it. (laughs) It's it's amazing. (laughs) It's really amazing. No, it's like you you kind of you you have the the what you would normally see in a band like guitar, bass, vocals, drums, you know, piano sometimes. But then like the second that Courtney and Susie get up there and like we're just warming up, everyone like their jaws drop. Like it just adds dimensions to the sound, and it's it's amazing what they can do. Oh, Definitely. by the way, um, so Courtney and I actually kind of knew each other before the band so i met courtney when she joined the band but she was also at kennesaw state university my freshman year was like her last year there and uh so she's actually a music teacher as well i'm a music educator too i work uh part-time at a high school and uh, she's a full-time middle school orchestra director too so when we like collabed you know it was my first time kind of not only in a rock band like I've always loved alternative music I'm a huge hardcore fan I go to a lot of the shows in Atlanta and stuff but this was my first time really branching into something besides classical music so that year was really like my personal year of growth because I got into jazz I was I became a mariachi which was really important for me and my culture and now I get to be in this rock band where we're all predominantly queer 
we've got trans and non-binary folk and it's a diverse group i mean it was it was a really cool band to go into and grow with and me and courtney just we really bonded over that so now me and courtney are like best friends obviously because we're <laughs> the string duo you know um but it was it was really cool to have courtney join at first you know when sarah kind of, kind of invited everybody we were kind of like wait what because the band went from five people to all of a sudden seven people mm -hmm. with yeah. the drummer at the time and uh we were it was a little bit of a learning curve first how to navigate so many people in the band um but now yeah it really I mean, was yeah but now we found like a really good flow of like how to work with the not that we never could work with each other but you know like how to really like make things work in a band with so many moving parts yeah yeah, um, so yeah that, i would yeah. say it definitely it definitely took like well, you know, getting used to each other, like we would do like we'll, like a retreat, we would go rent out a cabin in the mountains and like go hiking together and cook together and just play music. We'd write, write a bunch of songs that way or like <clears throat> we like just definitely put a lot of effort into making sure we had like, you know, we were friends as well as songwriters. And I think that really uh, lends to our ability to work together. Wow. Because we're like family now, so. Yeah, yeah. I hate you all. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> hate you all in a really wholesome, wholesome way. No. Exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah. Awesome. You love this I actually year. didn't realize until you mentioned Kennesaw State, but that's one of the colleges I'm thinking of going, so that's kind of cool. Oh, I'm but, sorry. Uh... Can you repeat that? <laughs> no, I said I said I didn't realize, like, until you said Kennesaw State, that that's, that because that's one of the colleges I'm thinking of going. And I thought oh that was cool. You know, yeah. you know what I realized yesterday? I realized that every single person in our band, except for me, has a degree from KSU. Oh, no, I so, also do. So you guys <laughs> recommend it? Yeah, Kenan's got English. Yeah, yeah right. Kennesaw State. Uh, so I went to the school of music, which is a little separate from like the actual institution. It's still a part That's of the That's hardcore mode. <laughs> but like, it's, it's a whole nother world. Um, it's really crazy. But, you know... I'm very grateful for the education that I received there. There was definitely bumps in the road, but it, that school has grown so much. So I, I totally recommend it. That's awesome. Congrats on like, did you yeah. make it? Like, are you going? Like, is that a thing? Well, like, I, I haven't, I, I'm still pretty young, so I haven't like made no, all, the, <laughs> all that stuff yet. <laughs> but yeah, I totally recommend it because it's in your backyard and you're close to Atlanta. So you can come to our shows, you know, plug <laughs> when they start to happen. <laughs> if they ever happen. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely would, would recommend KSU. I did, I did a history and writing program there, but I was in the concert band for a few years, so I was kind of like in and out of like the music circles. But yeah, it's a, it's a really great environment. <clears throat> That's I good. went to Chattahoochee Tech. It's a great way to knock out your general education for a little cheaper before you go to KSU. That's the smart way. <laughs> Yo, I totally. Just an option. Oh my god, I. I tell, dude, I tell my students that all the time because, like, since I'm a high school teacher, I'm with the seniors, and they're like, "Miss Reyes, what do, you, what do you, what do you got advice for college?" And I'm always like, "It sucks, but in a good way," <laughs> because you're learning to be an yeah. adult, you know. And I always yeah. tell them, I'm like, "Yo, if you're going in undeclared, like, get your gen ed knocked out at a cheaper tech college, and then you can go back and take KSU with your degree, and then like full on go through it and get that shit knocked out, you know." So. Mm -hmm. There's so many ways to go about it. But yeah, it's a great school. Yeah. Awesome. So you have to go there now, Rianne. Just to have Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, unless they were endorsed, I guess. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but I wrote your application and submitted it during that <laughs> rant. So. <laughs> so you have to go there now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> my my uh, my future is sealed. All right. Yeah. You're stuck. <laughs> exactly. You're stuck now. Um yo, so you you mentioned the name, what it means, right? Who wants to tackle that one? <laughs> I, I, think, I think I wanna. I think I wanna. It bears mentioning that the name definitely happened by accident because um, Sarah was playing an, an, open, an open mic night and needed a name, so that's what just what she wrote down. And here we are, over many years later. <laughs> when she, when she tells the story, and she, it's always yeah. I was just kind of like uh, I don't know Sarah and the safe word, and now she's like, well, here we are. Guess we're stuck with it. <laughs> I mean, it sounds cool. So, it, I like the alliteration. Me too. It flows nicely. Mm-hmm. So, what would you guys see your writing process is like? Ooh, Ooh. chaotic. Ever changing. Yeah. <laughs> two different, two different words like, right there. Um, a lot of times, it starts with something that Sarah is saying in the shower, or mm-hmm. a riff that. Keenan wrote in the garage um, and they'll like send it to each other and be like oh my god we have to share this with the group <laughs> and then they send it to us and um, we kind of flesh it out together and um, Sarah usually writes lyrics, Keenan usually puts the, the foundation of the chord progressions together and then we kind of all go through and put our initials on it. Um, we try yeah. to make sure everyone has a spotlight in every song um, which is one of the things I love about this band is that you can listen to any of the tracks and hear everyone, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, I think that's general. That's the general overview, but that's without all the chaos mixed in. Which always <laughs> There's always something that, that just has to throw in that, that little bit of uh, what, what you say chaos um, surprise. I don't know where it's just like, Oh, you know, okay. So we're going to start writing this song. Oh no. Now we have to write this song by this day. And then, so sometimes yeah. things will just come together when they haven't been clicking for a while because of just maybe a little bit of added pressure or something. But yeah, no, it's 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 exactly like Beth said. It's uh, it's usually Keenan and Sarah kind of getting in the kitchen first, and then they'll send us what they have, and then uh, you know we'll just yeah we'll go in and stamp our initials in. Like definitely the strings will get together and make something killer. Like I I know Beth and I like to write together so because our parts are so similar and. Yeah, it's just, it's it's always different, but I really enjoy how each song manages to come together, even if the process is chaotic. I guess it makes for a better story. Yeah, and also, too, like, can we talk about Keenan for a second? I know he's not here, so mm. I'm about to we make... Should. I'm about to make We should blush. talk about Keenan. <laughs> I'm about to make him He's too humble. Now, okay, so Keenan literally, I swear to God, he writes a full thought out song in like an hour this guy's insane in the best way he's such a genius he'll come to practice and be like hey check out these 50 riffs that i wrote you want to make a song oh yes. by the way I, I recorded 20 songs when i hear them and we're like bruh what <laughs> <laughs> you know like oh man we we went into our our last big writing process on like with like 30 something demos from Keenan wow. and it was Damn. just like I, I, I had well, so like much trouble picking 
Yeah, and that's what, what he oh, had yeah. cut it down to. Yeah, he had like 60, and I was like, that's like too much. Shit. And he was like, okay, I'll <laughs> oh cut it god. down to 30. <laughs> I was yeah, like, we oh literally. my god. <laughs> we were in a cafe, and I remember Sarah was standing up by the window. I was at the table. <laughs> you know, Beth and um, Maddox were like near the couch, and Keenan was just like mm-hmm. this on his laptop, just pushing play. We'd be like, yay or nay or maybe and it's it was so funny because with most you know with other bands that i've seen you know it comes with a jam practice and then when you're jamming that's typically when you find like the structure of a song well keenan like bypassed all of that and was like here's keenan's just a human jukebox (laughs) oh my god yeah 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 he could write an album in a day easy He's he's yeah. so great because like Sarah will sing something in the shower or while she's taking a poo. I don't know. I can say like she ain't here. You know? <laughs> this is what they get for not being here. If you want to listen to Sneaky Boy off of our last release. <laughs> and so uh, she'll send it to Keenan and Keenan will be like, I got you, fam. And then all of a sudden there's a whole flushed out song where we get to then sprinkle like our ideas and and our thought processes on it and it makes songwriting so easy you know not to say that we haven't jammed before um maddox mentioned this earlier about two years ago i think we actually rented out a cabin in north georgia and we spent a weekend together just to write songs you know as friends and like as a band too we went all hiking it sucked but it was yeah yeah great (laughs) we had a bonfire it was so cool yeah, we wrote we, we wrote a couple tracks off of the last record during that trip, and like like Susie said, Sneaky Boy came from Sarah. Uh, Sarah, one of Sarah's shower songwriting sessions, sent like, a soundbite to Keenan, and then by the time she got to the cabin, Keenan already had like Sneaky Boy half written. Wow. <laughs> yeah, did and you like, hear? Did you hear about how she came up with that? I just heard this story the other day. Um, <laughs> Sarah had <laughs> dropped her soap in the shower. And she said, oh, what a sneaky boy. <laughs> yeah, that is what I thought that was hysterical. She's probably going to kill me for saying that. I, I'll deal with that later. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll let you tell that one. <laughs> for the record, Sarah, that was not me. That was Beth. It's spelled B-E-T-H. Um, <laughs> Beth? Beth? speaking speaking of beth though like i can't i can't like not give beth any credit here because she also takes the lead on writing some of our songs and like stick on seventh street that was that was her that was her song and then you know she brought it to the band and then you know the rest of us made it a sarah and the safe word song but yeah beth's a fucking killer i don't know if i could say that word on this podcast sorry beth is a killer <laughs> songwriter and vocalist and I love everything she writes too. So she needs Seriously. some credit too. Yeah, Thank she's you. she's so fantastic. I mean, I can't like I can't give her enough praise because literally she comes in and she sings her beautiful angelic voice which makes me cry every single time. Oh and God. seeing her Tell come in it. with like Sick on 7th, like that's one of my favorite songs. And when I heard her play like sing the pre-chorus in that song, I literally was like Holy shit, I'm oh not God. worthy <laughs> to be I'm not uh-huh. worthy to be in this presence. Excuse me, let me go out that door. Oh I'm my god. <laughs> you know. But that's the cool thing about like this band in general is that we're all we're I mean, no, I'm gonna brag. We're all powerhouses. Like <laughs> yeah. there's there's Sounds not like a single it, yeah. yeah, there's not a single person in this band that doesn't 
pull their own weight, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I've been, Absolutely. And, and it is, because I, I've been in some bands where, you know, not everybody contributes to the table. The issue we have in our band is that there's too much to contribute to the table. So that, yeah. That's, yeah. A better, that's, that's a better that's problem like, okay, to have than to not enough. One. Right? Yeah. And then that's yeah. where the chaos comes from, because all of a sudden we're working with 200 string tracks and like 30 <laughs> right. guitar. Oh, don't talk to our producer, Aaron. <laughs> Oh my god. Aaron must hate you guys. So bad. We need an eleventh <laughs> harmony. There's not enough harmonies. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Yo, straight yeah, up. Yeah, you should oh man. Going into the studio and listening to us doing gang vocals and and <laughs> big choral parts, like yeah, <laughs> a lot of tracks. Yeah. Because uh we not only play our instruments, we all sing. So it's <laughs> we become a choir. We're our own symphony orchestra, like we don't need that. And a venue's here. worst nightmare. <laughs> yes, worst nightmare. <laughs> They're know, like, you need seven nice. microphones. <laughs> <laughs> so funny enough, uh, because of the whole COVID situation, we've mm. actually, a lot of us are investing in our own microphones oh. because oh. most of the time, you know, I, I, I've seen who plays it for me. I don't want your germs on my <laughs> lips. <laughs> you know? Um, but also too most of the time the venues we go to they don't have enough microphones for us because Damn. we literally all sing yeah and that becomes an or issue because enough inputs for us. Yeah. That's, yeah yeah or enough inputs you know yeah. <laughs> oh my god and so uh, it, it gets a little chaotic um also too like we're all goofballs so i i don't know if she'll hate me for saying this we literally wrote a song about JFK. <laughs> Do y'all remember? We're pulling it out of the vault. Damn. It was so bad. Oh my god! Like, oh, we, you mean it was a masterpiece? <laughs> drop it! Drop it! Drop it! So, okay, drop Sarah it. left us in charge of this one, so yeah, yeah. she's technically responsible for this. Oh. Sarah's gonna watch. She'll be like, "What the hell happened?" I don't. I gave you one job. <laughs> <laughs> one job. You told us to answer the questions. That's what we did. Yeah, what we did. <laughs> Honestly, we need to unleash, like, we need to have, like, a vault album where it's all the really horrible demos that have come out of the practice room. <laughs> yeah. Like, there yeah, we Okay, how about, how about uh, Lake Park? <laughs> the faces you know, we all three almost started singing it right then it almost happened i saw it on your faces <laughs> quick sidebar about that one yeah oh you, unless you want to you want to take it you tell it oh my okay so we were touring down to florida we were gonna play the harvey milk festival it was that tour right yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. so we were, yeah. we were going down there and um you know, are y'all from Georgia? I forgot to ask this. Are y'all from Georgia? Ray Only is. me. Only me. Okay, yeah. okay. So you know how South Georgia um, gets a little rural. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I so know. I know. <laughs> we got. We. You know, it was nighttime. We we're tired. We were trying to look for a place to crash, and we came across Lake Park, Georgia. And I've never been there before, but it was, it was, I swear it was like population was two plus us. Like it was that small. <laughs> <laughs> like, so we stop <laughs> and we see this uh, Motel 6. I think that's what it was, right? Was it a Motel it was, 6? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So we go in there and, um, you know, we get down and usually with hotels, like, you know, 
we don't want to pay for like 30 rooms and there's a lot of us so mm -hmm. normally like one or two people get down the rest of us wait in the car and devise our plan on how to sneak in Mm -hmm. You know the good because we're not gonna we're not there to party we're there to sleep because we're tired and we're old. So and usually we're not even there for many many hours. We'll check yeah. in at like three a.m. and then we're out right. by eight. Yeah. Exactly. And so you know, Sarah tells like the ladies like, hey, like you know, what, like what are y'all doing down here? We don't get a lot of visitors. And she's like, oh, well, we're a band. And she's like, y'all are in a band? Like what? And she gave us two free rooms. Wow. Like well, she, she gave us the second room for free. So, like, the first yeah. one we paid for, but a whole nother room for free. Which was... I love free stuff. I don't know about you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Free stuff? Yeah. Hell yeah. Right. So, like, we were comfy, and uh, we went to go eat at the Pizza Hut. And I've never been in a sit-down Pizza Hut before. <laughs> I know. I'm so young. Uh, but yeah. I've never been in a sit-down. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, we were just like, there's nobody here. George and also Especially it was dark. Georgia. Oh my gosh, it was so dark. All the lights were out. Oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's so not a good thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and but it was still it was still fully open. Oh, okay. Yeah, fully open. And of course, I had a whole large pizza to myself because that's how I roll. Um, but we were in the hotel room and we were like trying to get ready to leave. And we were all just like, I literally have a video of it. Sarah was on the bed, was bouncing, like just bouncing up and down. And just like, <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm. And when she starts doing that, that's when you know some good stuff's about to happen. <laughs> like, oh, God. oh, God, here comes Sarah. And she starts going, Lake Park, Lake Park. And we're just like, oh, are you okay? And, and I had leftovers. Some of us were eating pizza. And she just starts pointing at, like, Maddox and is like, eating pizza in the dark. Like, oh, my God. It was so bad. But... By the time we got out of there, we had a full song about Lake Park and eating pizza. And, uh, oh, yeah, and then and then another beauty came from our next hotel room because we only got one the second time. Um, and that, that one's called Five People in a Two-Person Room. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. So I don't know if y'all know this, but Sarah can rap. She legit can rap. Sarah. She, she's a really good rapper. Oh, yeah. She um, is. <laughs> and uh so she'll come up with the craziest raps like oh my gosh i need to send i need to just unleash all these raps that she does i'm gonna secretly record her leak them all and i'm just do gonna it. leak them and embarrass her <laughs> just kidding but yeah we have so many so many dumb songs we were doing a photo shoot one time at ksu i snuck everybody in and um i'm like trying to get this photo shoot done and Beth starts. Okay, and I, I have to I have to chime I can't in for a second. Live this photo shoot down. I cannot live it down. It was like oh, no. two years ago, and it still comes up. Listen, all right. There's this it, commercial. It needs a, it needs a little bit of context. <laughs> I say it needs a little bit of context first. Susie, who's in the band, was taking the photos also of the band. Okay. Of Wait, the uh, band. Oh. So, okay, well, just picture this. We're down on stage. Susie's running up to the top, checking the, the frame, telling us where to move to, trying to, like, hurt cats, basically. And yeah. this is what we're doing while she's trying to do that. <laughs> Beth, I, so there's this commercial. I don't know if y'all have seen it for Cars for Kids. It's, like, a really cheesy commercial with, like, kids with like instruments and they're like really clearly not actually playing the instrument. The drummer is like, you know, just like, and the song is like a really simple one, four, five progression. And like, I 
was really tired at this photo shoot and Susie put me right in front of a baby grand piano and I was like well <laughs> I gotta just like try it like a little bit and I was just like so tired and so I started singing the song and Sarah thought it was hilarious and joined in with her own verses and then like the whole band started adding in verses and uh we almost uh killed Susie because she was no we almost got <laughs> killed by Susie or rather, Susie almost killed us <laughs> right because I only had an hour to take it and um so outside and we had trouble like getting into the building so we were already late <laughs> oh my god yeah. Oh, yeah so outside of Sarah and the Safe Word I'm a working musician that's literally the only thing that pays my bills so i had five gigs and then i had to do my own band's photo shoot which i had no problem with you know but i was so tired and i shit you not they sang cars for kids like for an hour straight while i'm trying to move everybody it got to the point where i literally yelled i was like stop (laughs) you know just like are you okay? Now, when whenever we try to do something and we're in a time crunch, we did, we did do that. But I'm now, whenever we're in a time crunch, <laughs> now whenever we're in a time crunch to get something done, we're like, we're not having a cars for kids this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally two years later, two years later, I oh my gosh, yeah, that killed me. I almost legit threw my camera at them. <laughs> um, the cool thing about this band is that, like, you know, Maddox is also a photographer. Um, I do photography on the side, like, pretty, it's pretty much one of my main gigs. Um, so a lot of us are multi-talented. Um, Maddox does graphic design for a company, which is super cool, you know, and a lot of us, just, we do a lot of different stuff. So we always, always contribute to the band. So that way we don't have to hire outside. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm totally fine with doing the the photos and stuff but that song was in my nightmares i dreamt about it oh my god (laughs) and every time they sing it you get this from me i i get a huge glare (laughs) there was a (laughs) there was a moment because uh because it's like if you if if you didn't know Susie also directed our latest music video for sick on seventh that was was like all her and filmed and directed and was in it um so she we're so we're trying to coordinate everyone again again she pulls me aside and she's like we can't we can't cars for kids we we, we need we need to hurry up and i'm like okay i got it i know this is serious now <laughs> yeah so whenever like we're busy doing stuff if i know we need to like get it done i'll always pull aside someone and be like look we cannot have a cars for kids moment we need to get this done you know yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's and that's what we're, okay later. serious yeah then we'll get serious Too about mean. it so <laughs> back on track with the questions uh, oh sorry <laughs> we're having a cars for kids moment that's what's happening <laughs> yeah uh so okay so how do you guys feel about the reception to your single you're all scotch no soda and six of the seventh street i like that question yeah absolutely i think first of all i'm blown away at the at the reception for uh scotch because we hit milestone as a band with that track. We actually hit a hundred thousand plays in Spotify, Ooh, and that was just deserve. surreal. Oh, <laughs> it was amazing. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I um, you know, when it comes to our music, <clears throat> I I never have like a, I never have an inkling of like no one's gonna like it, just because I know how much work we've put into it, and we really do. We really like from the beginning we comb through everything i swear we annoy 
everybody who we record with because when they say give us notes, we'll give them novels. Nice. Just because we're one of those bands that we know what we want. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But when it comes to the reception of Scotch, I mean, that was the first time that, like, sorry, my dog was biting my plant. <laughs> that was oh the God. first time that, like, we really, I feel like we broke through, you know, it was a milestone, but I feel like we really broke through another layer. And mm-hmm. seeing just how many people really loved the single and seeing all of the new, like, fans that we got from it, it, it really was just, it was validating, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. We as, we as humans, we always want to be validated in our art, in our artistry, our work, and whatever what we do. And so it was really awesome to see all the love come from Scotch. And then... As Maddox mentioned, I I filmed, directed, and edited uh, Six on Six on Seven, the music video for it. That was my first time ever editing a video ever, or <laughs> let alone like Whoa. filming. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. legit like I, I kid you not. I had my video editor, and then I had tutorials on my other. Stories. <laughs> oh my god! You felt that. You felt that. And so, like, you know, and the only reason why they had like let me do it was because we were on a time crunch which happens in this band a lot where we need something done quick and i was like look i may not know what i'm doing but i think i think i have a good eye for it so just trust me you know and so Mm -hmm. seeing all the love that we got with the video along with the single i mean it made me cry i was in my bed like literally the day we released it and i was like i'm done i also hadn't slept for seven days from trying to edit the damn video (laughs) 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 what is sleep i know right what is sleep yeah um, yeah, we also had to do all that during in the middle of like quarantine. So that whole video, we were social distancing yeah. and masks in between oh shots gosh. too. Yeah. So yeah. oof, and wow. you know, a lot of work. It was really cool because we had we had recorded in September, so it's been a while since we've been sitting on this track, and to finally see it come out and do this well in the pandemic, where I've seen some bands put out stuff that just doesn't quite reach the engagement that they were looking for. Mm-hmm. I mean, that really. It just gave me hope, you know, because in the midst of the pandemic, I feel like a lot of us felt very lost, like time stood mm-hmm. still. And so seeing this drop, it, it just like it helped keep the gears moving. It helped motivate us as a band to just, OK, what's the next thing we got to do? Like, let's not stop this momentum. Um, so that's how I took it from the release. of Yeah, everything. it's a hard time to be an artist. Um with with everything going on with no live music because i mean for a little while there it was just like well what's gonna happen and we don't know <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was uh being able to still stay active and put out that song and, and the reception that it got it made us feel real real hopeful i would say i mean personally it made me feel real hopeful all right that's good um i would agree with that it, de- it definitely um there's just no way that shows aren't going to come back, you know, and just yeah. the way people are still consuming music. And if, if anything, I feel like people need music now more than perhaps before, because Definitely. I mean, it's what it's what always got me through things, you know, and, and um, it's it's just kind of really cool to be a part of that, to be on the other end of it and know that there's people that, you know, our music is, is reaching them and, you know, we're that thing for them, that comfort to get them through and um yeah and it's um we've been getting a lot of really good commentary back about it and like Susie said that's really validating for as much work as we put into it and we pour our heart, heart and souls into this it's um it's nice to see for sure it's good to hear absolutely yeah awesome uh 
so I saw you guys have dropped a few singles this year. Uh, are these leading up to a new release? Are they just standalone? What can you guys tell us about that? I don't know. It's crazy. Oh, <laughs> we're going to be cryptic about it. All right. Shrouded in mystery. <laughs> Why is everyone so cryptic? Just tell us all your secrets. Drop <laughs> everything. Give us the album. Okay, so yeah, number one, Sarah might be the Batman. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's the first secret. So we're starting out there. It, it can only get better from here. <laughs> yeah, only Sarah can confirm or deny that. So we okay. can't help you very much else All right. there. Okay. <laughs> All right. um, but, but uh, yeah. yeah, totally, um, you know, just, just stand be along. on the lookout. Yeah, okay. Just be on, yeah. Be on the lookout. I think totally she's asking we... for help with those links. <laughs> Is this a cry for help? <laughs> Brian, you gotta go. You gotta go quick. Know, <laughs> <laughs> Hurry, somebody call 911. <laughs> <laughs> I need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Wait 30 uh, times for help. I know, right? Uh, but Beth, you have a pretty good uh, answer for that. I saw in the chat earlier. If you want to. Well, we. Uh, we have some music coming out later this year, more than likely. Right. That is the statement. That is the <laughs> okay. only statement. Mm -hmm. It's impossible for us to stop making music, so, I mean, it might just leak out, you know? Yeah. Just, just, oh, like, somebody music. might actually drop it. Oops. We might drop it. Oops. Yeah. And, oh, I, I Oops. pressed the post button. I put, I put four, <laughs> four new albums worth of material on Spotify. My yeah, yeah, we might drop four new records next month. <laughs> yeah, somebody bad. tell Kenan to get to work. <laughs> it was a slipsy, okay? It was a slipsy. Yeah, it was I, an accident. I, it was an accident. I don't know how to take it down. I pressed so, the green <laughs> button instead of the red button. My bad. My bad. <laughs> but yeah, that's our statement for that question. Okay. <laughs> All right. Exciting. Exciting. So, do you guys have any pre-show rituals? <gasps> yes! Who wants to go first? Go ahead, you go, Susie. You're the most okay. excited. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know if my bandmates know this. Oh my gosh. Okay, so oh my God. I burp. I'm just kidding. So I, <laughs> on my way to the venue, mm -hmm. I literally will scream in my car. <gasps> Me too. So kind of like what you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like what yes. you did before this started. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> right. Glory always hits us with one of those before we enter a call. She just gives us yeah. a fat, like, low. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I can't wake people up, so yeah. I just have to, you know. Yeah. Like, I have to, but it's, yeah. I'll it sets the tone. It sets the tone. It does. Yes, it does. And so, uh, but I'll do it to mariachi music. Okay. <laughs> oh, can we start, Glory? Can we start doing them to mariachi music, please? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sick. Sure. Can we put the big time rush? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. yeah. We're gonna steal your ritual. <laughs> So I don't know if, I don't think I've ever told them this, but yeah, I'll always scream lyrics to mariachi music to help me warm up. And then before we go on stage, uh, me and Courtney will stretch like crazy. Courtney always, I always jumps up and down. And I'm like, are you okay? And we'll all be like, you guys, she's like, she's getting ready. We're just getting ready. We got this. She's <laughs> getting hype. She's like, getting hype, bro. I'm like, okay, I'm going to join you. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> So that's, I think, uh, yeah, go I ahead, think go my pre-show ritual is uh, is 
pacing back and forth, making sure everything's accounted for, making sure that we know where Sarah is. Um, I try to warm up vocally, but I just, I forget, okay? And then, um, oh man, just... Just being anxious, but in all the best ways, you know? Yeah, like, I felt that. It, it's a lot of anxiety ticks, uh, you know, gotta make sure that I got my show clothes on. I think I think I would say my, my pre-show ritual is transforming into show mode by putting on those show clothes, because we're a band that likes to put on a show on stage, so we have we have a, a uniform, so to say, so to, you know, for lack of a better <laughs> word. Mm-hmm. And uh, so as, as soon as I put on my, the clothes I'm gonna wear that night, I'm like, instantly like in in the zone ready to go and then i don't want anyone talking to me until it's time to go on the on the <laughs> yeah, stage yeah, yeah. i think that's really important too because like you wouldn't know this i know i bet you think oh we're very outgoing we're very chatty mm-hmm. i'm a shy baby and i'm scared of everybody and so what? when people see me <laughs> when people i know and i'm a teacher but <laughs> does that make any sense um you know, but when people see me on stage, they, I always get like, oh, you're so confident. Like, you, you move so much. You're so energetic. When in real life, I have such bad self-esteem. So it's almost like when I'm putting on my show clothes, I'm be, I'm like going from Beyonce to Sha- Sasha Fierce. You know, she talks about that. I'm like mm-hmm. a totally different person. Um, so when Maddox said that, I mean, it really yeah. resonated with me because I feel like a lot of us, we have a pretty different stage persona. I mean... Not to say we're not goofballs and stuff, but when we're on stage, I mean, we all kind of just go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really cathartic. It's great to be able I, to step out of that normal life thing. Yeah, no, I, I can appreciate that. I I hide for like 15 minutes before yeah. the show, oh my God. <laughs> at least. Um, I just Wait, kind like of go missing and I'm, I'm there. I'm walking around and like, you know, sticking to the shadows and watching what's going on (laughs) Um, i'm like an uber introvert and like i can't talk to people before the show like that's not because then i'm gonna like not be focused so um yeah i i hide for like 20 to 30 minutes before the show and then i'll show back up and everyone's like oh she's okay (laughs) sometimes i feel bad because folks will like you know might might, you know have friends out at shows and tons of people that you know i want to see and talk to but before the set i feel like i i just need i have like tunnel vision i can't really talk to anyone i hope no one thinks i'm like mean or anything because of that yeah yeah i think a lot of us do that um i know for a fact sarah paces oh my goodness she paces she could literally walk to california by the amount of time that she's pacing she's she's making sure everything's good to go everything's perfect especially when we're sound checking because that's so stressful for us Mm -hmm. mainly because it's not that the venues don't know what they're doing we've we've played with so many great venues it's just we carry instruments that you typically don't see in rock bands yeah so sound checking can sometimes be a journey yeah yeah you gotta sound check the violin and the big violin yeah (laughs) and so it it gets stressful you know and there's been many times where i'm like sound checking as we're about to play a show and all of a sudden my violin cuts out or courtney cuts out and we can't get it to work and we're just like (laughs) you know we're panicking and and she'll be like we we just we gotta go we gotta go i'm sorry i love you but we gotta go you know and so I know that she gets very anxious, but I feel like a lot of us, we're just perfectionists. So before the show, we're mm-hmm. just like focused. We want to get everything perfect because then we'll beat each other up inside type of thing. You know, 
Yeah. Yeah, and it's like you never you never know what what could happen. So you're constantly trying to make sure everything's perfect. Like before, like the first song of the at the biggest show we've played to date, like sold out center center stage. Was it? Yeah, we opened for Motionless mm-hmm. and White. And oh, damn! What the fuck? First song started. What? You got <laughs> <my attention. laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I love Motionless and White more than anything. <laughs> yeah, so um, um, who wants to tell the story on how that happened? Because that was crazy. Yeah. God, like, my perspective of that story, of that is just like, uh, I was I was practicing with one of my other bands, and then all of a sudden there was messages from Sarah like, hey, uh, can we open for Motionless and White tomorrow? It's sold yeah. out. And we're, I was like, what? Tomorrow? And yeah, one of our members at the time was like seven hours away. Oh my god! So we were like, "Yeah, sure," yes. and we went and did it. And obviously, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah, automatic yes. Yeah. And it was it was absolutely like surreal, like with having our gear like backstage with their gear, mm-hmm. and then like going out on stage. Um, it was like like Sarah was on the other it was like stage right, and the rest of the band was stage left, and then we had to wait for the cues. We got on stage and people are just screaming, and I'm just like, "You don't know who we are. Why are you screaming?" (laughs) (laughs) So first thought. Yeah. So did you guys cross paths with the rest of the band? Like with. I did. Okay. um, Backstage, I crossed paths with the guitarist and the bassist, and me. This was before their stage presence, so I didn't recognize them. Uh huh. Oh. And I literally. I literally asked them where the bathroom was. <laughs> oh, no. So, so all, all I'm getting is nobody crossed paths with Chris, because I want to know if he is... No. No, um, no one crossed paths with they, they actually... Sarah might Their have, meet and but... greet came while we were uh, while we were sound checking. Okay. Hmm. So well, they, they like right. came across the floor while we were sound checking. That was the only time that I remember uh, crossing paths with them. Crossing yeah. paths. And, and that show was really chaotic for me because it happened to be on the day of the dead which is really huge in my culture i'm mexican very mexican i literally have a mexican flag right over there so because i'm a mariachi day of the dead i get very busy Mm -hmm. and when she said hey can we open open up for motionless and white i was like uh i'm booked almost the whole day and i was like look i'm gonna make it work i'm gonna make it work put a Mm yes i'm gonna find out a way so I literally had four gigs in the morning. Oh my god! And then I was performing at the Atlanta History Center. As soon as I finished, and by the way, when I do my Day of the Dead gigs, I do my face and skeleton um, with everybody along with my band. Oh. I'm I love makeup, so like I'm pretty good at it. Um, so it looks so good. <laughs> Thank you. Not to and flex. So, um, you know, just a little flex, right? Uh, but we, uh, <laughs> as soon as I stopped playing the Atlanta History Center, um, it was packed. I threw, I literally threw my shit. I chucked it into the car, got in the car, and I rushed over to center stage because everybody was already over there, right? And they're just waiting for me. So I'm freaking out. So I show up (laughs) and I pull up my car and I'm still in my Day of the Dead makeup. I'm in my mariachi outfit and I didn't have an extra outfit. So I was like, y'all, I'm just gonna have to perform in this. I'm so sorry, (laughs) right? So if if you look at our Instagram and our Facebook, there's photos of us and I'm in a full on mariachi outfit with a skull face and it's because I was performing before the show. 
Um, and what was even crazier is afterwards, uh, I hanged out after like for a bit, just to, you know, just to chat with people. It was the first time we played a sold out show mm-hmm. at center stage. Like that's a huge thing, you know? Yeah. And I had this, these, these two people come up to me and they were like, I freaked out when I saw you on stage. And I was like, Oh, why? And she goes, because I just watched you sing at the Atlanta History Center, and now you're here. <laughs> oh my god! That is so funny. I was like, "Yup, that was me." And so uh, they took photos of me, and uh, we follow each other on Instagram. It's just the funniest thing. She was like, "I, I just, my brain was like, am, am I okay? And I just saw you singing, and now you're here. What? You know? uh, yeah. So that was. It was really chaotic, but it, that was a fun show my favorite show hands oh, down incredible today. yeah yeah oh my god yeah yeah That's i went cool. on stage and uh our first song started and i went to play my first note and no sound came out oh, so wow. i was panicking for oh a minute god. there and then so like like to to circle back to our uh pre-show rituals we're always anxious we never know what's gonna happen that's what happened to me at that show and i had to quickly troubleshoot and figure out what was going on while waving frantically to the sound guy, <laughs> please help me oh my God. <laughs> but then yeah he he flipped a switch and my face is back everything was good but, and my favorite uh, thing after we okay so we're an eclectic band as you can tell uh so my favorite thing is, no one knew we were going to play this. Okay, this was a day's notice. We weren't on the flyer. We weren't on the Facebook event. Like, it was, like, very sudden, right? So, as soon as we stopped playing our first song, <laughs> the, the first thing I hear from the right is, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> who, who the fuck? That was definitely interesting, like, because that was, because we were just like, here we are, get excited, we're going to spend the next half hour together. Right? Who like, the I fuck? Remember, like, you like Keenan walked on stage first, and I was right behind him, and I remember he walked on stage, and he was just doing his thing. He was walking over to his guitar, which is on the other side, and, um, you know, and I remember he, he, as soon as he passed the curtain, people started cheering, and he, like, looked at the audience, and then turned back and looked at me, and I was like, ah. <laughs> and, so, and then I walked out behind him, and the crowd got louder. And I was like, what's happening? <laughs> and like, with every Fourth member line, I had on, no idea. Louder. And at some point, they must have realized that we aren't who they thought we were. <laughs> oh, and no! So, so we, you know, we all get to our instruments. Sarah's the last one out from the other side of the stage. And I just remember she she did her normal thing she ran out she grabbed the mic and i remember she looked at the audience which was packed it was a sold out show uh-huh. um the whole floor was covered with people i mean it was just one big crowd of people and then it got too dark to see beyond to see where it ended so it oh was just God. like this never ending sea of people and i remember she looked out she looked back at me and i was like well <laughs> and she was like okay <laughs> she turned around and She's like, hey, we're Sarah and the Safe Road, and we went off with the first for, with the first song, and um, people were like a little timid, but we're fun. We're we're fun people, and yeah. so they like they caught on, and we have one song that we don't play often anymore. Although I always uh, lobby for it because I love playing Don't Ask Questions, and we do a bit in that song live, and it, the the bit is to quiet the whole crowd and you know we've done this at masquerade we've done this at you know some of our places we play all the time we did at warp tour we did it at warp tour oh 
and there were a shit ton more people there and we i i just could feel the tension across the stage as we crept closer to that part in the song and it got quiet and sarah you know shushed the crowd and people stayed quiet she shushed a sold out motionless in white show briefly (laughs) and then you know she i mean she just she did soak it in for a second and even i was like holy lord and then we kicked right back off into the song and we we won i don't think we won everyone over but we won some people over and people came over to us at the i mean it was just the whole thing was just a whirlwind surreal experience absolutely that is wild i need to watch random wait Oh wait, sorry. I just wanted to say really quickly because you said you went to the masquerade. Was it heaven, hell, or purgatory? Oh, we played um, in um, all, all but heaven. We haven't done heaven yeah, yet. We haven't um, played heaven. Yeah. We might be soon. I don't know. Maybe. Ooh, I don't exciting. Know. I've I only been like... to hell. <laughs> yeah. So I personally, hell is my favorite as of right now with the current masquerade because it gives us space to move around because we're a big band. Mm-hmm. And um, if you've ever mm-hmm. seen us live, I like to dance a lot. <laughs> I will literally do a whole aerobics exercise routine. <laughs> you know, um, I'm very, very lively. So it gives us space to move around. But uh, we would love- And from my perspective, it's just a bow going like this. And I'm just like, <laughs> just flying past my face. So I'm like, oh. I haven't poked out Maddox's eye yet with my bow. Not yet. Not yet. So knock on wood. Um, but we we definitely want to play heaven. That that's my dream. It would be heaven. Oh, Me too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I yeah, I want to play that stage so bad. Yeah, I want to play center stage. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I think, I think the second biggest crowd we had up to that was Warp Tour when we played it in 2017. Yeah, I think so. Maddox's first show with us. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was it was my you it was my third second or third show. First, but show, it was... first show was Warp Tour, and you guys opened for fucking Motionless and White. What have you guys not done? Honestly, <laughs> um, well, you know we've we've been talking with um, um, the Backstreet Boys a little bit, but you know that <laughs> <laughs> we might happen. open for that tour. You know, My Chemical Romance. Yeah, we, we're actually we, on that tour. Us, yeah. we were like, I don't know. We, I don't we know might not be able to fit in the schedule. You know, it. It's just yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I think our audiences may differ. Yeah. A little. <laughs> yeah. My My Chem. You guys. Are, I heard you guys are opening for My Chem. Right. The entire tour. Entire U.S. Oh tour. yeah. The whole oh, tour oh for the rest God. of forever. Yeah. He signed a contract. Whoa. That every man. show from now and, on out. And Hell Hell Omega, they, they kick the interrupters off and you guys are the <laughs> openers. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> awesome, I'll take it. <laughs> I will say, though, from us signing on with Take This to Heart, we have become friends with certain person, people, that oh. I'm not going to name drop, but it, let's just say that they're... Big things are coming. Big things are coming. Okay. It's opened some doors for us being on a label. There's the statement. Yeah. 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 Take this to heart has has been absolutely incredible. And so, so, like, opened so many doors for us. Like, it was like night and day after we signed with them. So many amazing things have happened. So many amazing opportunities. And, yeah, some some people that we never thought would ever know who we are. <laughs> yeah. Know who we are. So that's pretty cool. Did you see my eyebrows? Cool. Uh-huh. Eyebrows. <laughs> but yeah. Susie, don't play poker. Your poker face is like... 
this, this is an audio only format, right? So, so <laughs> yeah, well, nobody's gonna see the poker with me. Then we can play some, some. I, you know, I'm just saying, I could use the money. <laughs> 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 I love you. I love you. <laughs> so, so we just talked a lot about concerts. <laughs> so, uh, my <laughs> question is: Is you guys have like? Can you guys give me your top three favorite songs to perform live? Ooh. Yes. Ooh. I know one Ooh. of Susie's. That's definitely not on my list. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, 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 Beth. Give me your list. Do, I want to know. I want to hear Beth's list. Um, uh, definitely Don't Ask Questions. I love playing that one live. Um, uh, Audrey, I like playing live a lot. I'm going for the old ones here, I guess. Um, and, um... I like playing Sneaky Boy a lot. Uh, there's a lot of room for yeah. voices on piano and Sneaky Boy, and I'm a big old fan of that. So I think that's probably, I'm going to get off this call and be like, oh, no, I forgot about this song. But uh, I'll go with those three. <laughs> Sick. All right. God, I, mine mine would probably have to be, I, I like Audrey, too. I love playing Audrey. Um, I would say Audrey, Formula. I love playing Formula, like the whole it's just, it's like a workout playing that song. Um, I would say, okay, so Audrey, Formula. And I, th- I like playing Strange Doings. I really like that oh, yeah. song a lot. Yeah, see, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So those would be my three. So <laughs> I, my favorite, definitely Formula, because if I can scream in it, it's my favorite. Hands mm-hmm. down, my favorite. That song, like, I... I, I really love the direction of that of that song. It was really different for us because it was the first time where we kind of were like, hey, we can be heavy too. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I <laughs> loved it. So Formula 666 gets my heart bumping in a good way. And I love it. I go ape shit on that song. Um, my second one is actually Audrey as well. So I love that it's on oh, y'all's hey. list too. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. I, Look at that. Yeah. That's not the one that I didn't think would be on mine and would be on yours. I'm waiting for number three. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, Audrey has really weird lyrics to it. And so I get to scream nonsense. And it's just fantastic, you know? Yeah. Um, granted, my list may change with whatever's happening in the future. But yeah. Um, I have to say the same thing. But the third one, and they're gonna hate me. And if it is the one you're thinking about, it's Dead Girls. Yeah, it totally is. I, totally <laughs> that, now, I have to I say that say one though, almost made my list. I will say I love listening to that one because the string part <laughs> in the middle of that in the bridge, I love that string part just because you guys intertwine so well. I mean, I just it's so good. But playing that song is yeah. fine. <laughs> That's my number four favorite. Yeah, so Dead Girls is my favorite. The reason why they're like, oh, God, about it is because that song is so cinematic. That's the song where we crashed our producer's computer because it had too many tracks. Oh, Damn. my God. <laughs> so imagine. It was in the hundreds. Yeah, it was oh, in the hundreds. Geez. Like, two or three hundred. Oh, my so God. Imagine trying to recreate that live. It's difficult. Yeah. yeah. It's so di- you could yeah. You could fit me with, like, all the pedals that you want, like, the strings. And it would not sound full, but I love playing it la- like live because in the 
in the uh, <clears throat> in the breakdown part of it, it becomes mixed meter. And I, a lot of us in the band are music theory nerds. That. And since I am a music educator, you know, that stuff just like excites me. <laughs> yeah. And so hearing that mixed meter and then hearing how heavy it gets with me screaming in the background, I mean, it just, it gets my blood rushing and like the, it gives me the best high ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a very difficult song to play live. Um, not gonna lie. And I, I love that middle section. The middle section is super fun to play. The reason that I that I don't love playing that one is really just my own problem because I once we had it written, I could not get my brain to remember the arrangement of the sections. And there's there's points on there where I play all by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I think I was traumatized by the first time that we played it um, oh. because I I think that you, I think that this, we didn't have strings that night or something. So I had to start it myself. Yep. <laughs> and I messed it up the first time no. I opened it, and Sarah was like, "Oh my God, Beth messed up!" And I was like, "Okay, well, whatever." <laughs> like, play a little gliss and played it off or whatever. And then I started it again, and I messed it up a second time. Oh and no! Like, oh no! I think I may not know this song. <laughs> and then I like stopped panicking and was like, "Well, I'm gonna give it another go." And I got it, and we got through the song, and it was fine. And like once we get to that, the actual difficult part where it's mixed meter and it's like a lot of stuff going on i got that part that part's fun it's like remembering the order of the sections that like my brain just refuses to like remember that information and traumatizing from the first time i played it so yeah, yeah. i think that's probably why i can't remember it yeah and you know yeah. Beth, Beth said it that song it's a lot of exposed parts so if yes. especially that middle part like if the strings are not together yes. We become a hot melted ice cream mess, so we have to really be on it. And if our if like yeah. if our drummer doesn't have it, oh my gosh, that's like a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. So it's a very difficult song. Literally, every time we play it, I lean over to Maddox and I'm like, "What key are we in?" Because I can never remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always a half step off, so it's even difficult for me. It's difficult for everybody. It you know it's very yeah. uh, challenging on Sarah's vocals too. She really does a lot in her range. Yeah in that song so it's a crazy song but i just i love playing it live because who doesn't like I a good pi- do who doesn't like a good pirate song you know Ooh, like yeah. i want to um, sing shanties <laughs> so moving right along uh where do you guys see the band in the next five years oh man powerful powerful <laughs> uh, <laughs> we all Sarah as the dark empress of the world. I was just going to say that. That's so uh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. For real, though, like, ideally, I I would love to just be touring so much more than we are. I, I, I mean, obviously, there's no touring right now. Yeah. But more touring than we've ever done before is ideally where I'd like to see ourselves. Once it's safe, of course. Yeah. Um, and just, I want to I wanna be able to just travel everywhere and meet so many different types of people and make this music and be able to pay my bills based off of like from this music like that's that's my ultimate goal but in the next five years i'd love to be traveling more and touring and playing our music in so many different places yeah 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 Yeah, Yeah, five years motionless and white will be opening for you oh (laughs) you said it not me i've I've spoken into existence exactly you, will you ask them for us? 
Uh, I'm <laughs> gonna. I'll text Chris right now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, for me personally, I would love in five years to like, man, I want a Grammy. Where is my Grammy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we talk about it all the time. We have a joke called the Grambies, and like Beth actually made every member of the band their own Gramby, and it is the cutest <laughs> thing God, ever. Mine's upstairs, <laughs> or I would show you. Yeah, mine, mine's in my room right now. It is the cutest thing ever. But no, for real, I would love to just get bigger. I would love for us to hit like in five years it would be a dream to have like a million listeners on spotify you know mm-hmm. to the point where i can rely on this you know mm-hmm. granted relying on music is really difficult these days um yeah. but i would love to just be on the road you know yeah. be on the road experiencing new things most importantly because when i'm older i don't want to look back and be disappointed with what i did i want to look back and just enjoy all the experience so i would love the band to like explode where we can just really share our artistry and our message with the because in the end what we're about we're about inclusion we're about diversity and we're about representation and so i would love to be able to spread that message of positivity of lgbtq awareness and you know black community awareness especially with what's going on right now you know and just be able to not only be a musician but an advocate for human rights as well and i think that's super important for our band because every time we we do a show we always say this is a safe space for everyone and if you don't like that you can get exactly. out. exactly yeah know? and so for me i want to expand i want the band to blow up just so that we can provide that for people because music did that for me and I would love, if I can just like affect one person, then I feel like my life journey has been complete. So that's where I would love to see the band to be in five years, just having a bigger platform where we can really just keep hounding of the importance of raising awareness and we can do that through art and music. And that's why I love this band because a lot of it comes out through our music. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, and that's, I, a, that's a really totally good point. Like. Oh, go ahead, Max. Oh, I was just gonna say that's that's a really good point because, like, um, yeah, our band is made up of so many different people from like so many different worlds. Like, I'm transgender myself, so like, whenever I speak to kids and they they find out or or they they find our band or whatever, uh, so I some of them have been quite surprised to find out that there are like trans people in in music, like actually like making music and being, I mean, at least moderately successful at it. So like, if I could be like the one person that I I would say, like I didn't have growing up, I never saw like trans people like as actors or or musicians or authors or artists or anything like that. So if I could like, like do one thing by existing and making music, I would love to, I I just want to inspire more kids like that to know that if like, you know, you're trans or that's my experience, you or whatever experience you have, you can go and you can do what you want to do and you just got to work for it. And you can be in a band and you can play music just like everyone else can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with all of that, what they just said that all, you know, traveling more and all of that, but it's, um, I think because we all do come from such different backgrounds in, in this group, um, we all kind of have our story of what we've fought through to get to this point. Um, I'm a single mom, so like playing gigs is not, you know, you got to pay for babysitters. You got to like, you know, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. 
Um, and, um, you know, but it, it, you can do it. And that's, that's really, I think, what we're a good representation of is, you know, no matter what your background, chase your dream. Like, yeah. you know, you can fight through this and you have allies and people that support you. And um, I, I, same thing that Susie said, you know, I, I, I want to see a bigger platform because we all are so um, loud and opinionated about human rights <laughs> and how important that is for everyone. Um, and so I would love to have a, a bigger platform to be able to, you know, get that message out there. And, yeah. Yeah. And like, don't get me Cultivate wrong. Cultivate an environment that's safe. Yeah. 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 And like, don't get me wrong. I mean, who wouldn't want to be famous? Like, come on. You know? <laughs> but also, <laughs> like, besides that, I mean, what I love about this band is that like, we're not in it for the fame. We're not in it for the money, obviously. Like, come on. <laughs> you know, um, but we're all in it because we all have a message and we all have voices and we want to share it with the world. So yeah. if in five years we can have that platform to just grow the band to be able to share those messages and just help the younger generations, help whoever listens to our music that needs the music as an escape way. I mean, that to me is like my ultimate goal because this band is, I think is what sets us apart so much is not only do we have good music, but we got some pretty great people in this band. And I really would love to see us just continue growing, you know, maybe get to an even bigger uh, record label. Not to say that our label isn't great. The label has been awesome. It's been such an awesome experience, yeah. but I want to see us keep going forward. Mm-hmm. Just keep going forward mm-hmm. in whatever that means, you know, whatever the universe brings to us. Um, but it would be so cool. You know, just to be able to look back and be like, hell yeah, I did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That, that was very wholesome. That like, was. Oh, like yeah. usually we get like, oh, Madison, the square garden or something. You guys like, wow. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm speechless. Wow, that's, that, was, that was really, that was good. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I love you guys. You. That was amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank okay. you so much. <laughs> so, um. For the next couple questions, um, we're gonna go away from music and go to a less wholesome place for this one. So if you're on death row, <laughs> what would your last meal be with a the drink? There was this great message and so, they're like, so, death row. So, how about that? Okay, so we went from music to death row, guys. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. that's what happens on here. Yeah. That's our favorite segue. Yeah. I love it. Yo, I know my I literally okay. This is a secret. I think about that all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so not, because, not because I'm a criminal, but I love watching like uh, criminal documentaries. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like I like watching serial killer documentaries and stuff. Yeah, same, but same. yo, my last meal would be Waffle House. Come on, oh. like it's so good. Ooh, that's a good pick. Yeah, uh, facts. Oh, uh, give me that pick. chicken. I love me some chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um, I literally look. I literally have chicken right here. Oh my god! <laughs> is that just chicken? Is, is that just chicken? It's a rotisserie chicken. Oh my god! I was like, is that, that a chicken there. thigh? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, dude. For me, it would. Oh my god! It would be house, and I would have a Dr Pepper because that's my go-to drink. Mm-hmm. Um, but make it frozen because I just mm. why not? You know? Yeah. And like then I just, yeah, and then like give me ice cream with like triple fudge because I'm not gonna get a stomach ache later because I'll be dead. So exactly. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, wonderful. 
Oh my god. Oh god, is it my turn? Uh, Do it. It can be. Yeah, yeah you go. go you, ahead, so. No, oh, no, I think you should. You, go. <laughs> you, you can go. I'm gonna no, think about you mine go more. First. No, you go first. <laughs> um, I think. Um, I think I would go with like a Thanksgiving dinner, not Ooh. because I'm all like, let's celebrate America and and some bullshit. Yeah, um, yeah. because. That's yeah, uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah. the meal part, I'm a big fan of like the turkey and the cranberry sauce and stuffing, and you mm. can't deny someone like second and third helpings of nope. a Thanksgiving dinner because there's so much food. You don't want to have leftovers. So like, I think there's an argument to be made here that if I was on death row. I could maybe have like two or three meals if I pick like a big old Thanksgiving dinner and probably wine. Eh, death row. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You got to go with wine. I love it. Yeah, last meal. Maddie, I got to go. I got to say I was I I was stuck between a couple, but I mean, I sushi. It's got to be sushi. Ooh, like I, I just I would sushi. just yes! Did. Yeah, just give me a big platter full of everything. I just want a full full sampler. Give me some veggie fried rice and Ooh. like a good acidic wine to go with it, like a rosé. Now there's a similar argument to be made for the sushi that like you could say that like you wanted to get, I don't know why my angle is to get as much food as possible here. <laughs> right. well, I mean, um, your last meal. There's an argument to be made where like you could get one of those little, you know, the little paper um, things where you say like, okay, I want one of these, I want one of these and two of these. And blah, yeah. Blah, blah. You just like go down the list and be like, all right, six, six, six. And, like, I'll draw the infinity <laughs> sign. <laughs> just get like all of them. And you, all of it. And then you got a whole big meal. Like, well guys, you're gonna have to wait. I, Exactly. I have to I'm finish it. Yeah, I'm not done with this yet. You can't, you can't kill me yet. I'm not done. And by the way, um, back to my Waffle House. I ordered the same thing at Waffle House since I was 12. Oh my god. That literally surprised me. The, I know, right? The, the Waffle House. So I grew up in Kennesaw, Georgia. And there's a Waffle House off uh, Giles Road. They knew me from when I was 12 till, till I moved when I was 20. And uh, they would just see my car and start cooking my order. Like, that's oh. how well they knew me. That's iconic. That's um, <laughs> there's a lot of restaurants that know me, too. And, you know, <laughs> that literally, like, I'm not kidding. I'll call. I literally called a Mexican restaurant the other day. And they're like, oh, hey. So, pollo ranchero with cheese. And I was like, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So my to be more specific, it would be two orders of chicken chunks, which used to be on the menu when I was 12 years old. Now it's not on there, so it's a relic. Um, oh no. And uh, double hash browns in the ring and sausage. That's what it is. Wow. And then I mix it. I mix it all together because I'm a kid, you know. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So everyone we've interviewed before says that this is our most like. This is our most important question. All right. So, guys, get ready. Uh, no pressure. So <laughs> and it's our last question, by the way. So, what's your favorite color? <gasps> like, collectively? Oh, no. <laughs> no, separately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> collectively. <laughs> like, collectively. Sarah, the favorite color is black. So, that's <laughs> handled. <laughs> Easy question. I know, right? Can I, Can I give you a hex code? Oh, yes. 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 Oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> I love you, Maddox. Here I go again. Yes. <laughs> okay. Wait a second. Let me, let me get the hex up. 
Okay. Are you going to give us the Pornhub orange? Because I mean, we've gotten that before don't. in Hex. <laughs> I'll recognize it. I wish I was that clever. Alright, what is where it? Where is it? Well, I gotta pull it up real quick. Ooh, 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 it is. Alright. Okay. It's uh, 09 B as in bed, E as in eagle, D as in dog, 2. Mm -hmm. 2. That's oh, my favorite color. That's a very nice blue. Glory, like a, I don't know if you can see this at all. That is the blue Wait, in the Twitter it? logo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, almost, yeah. Almost. Maddox, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a UX designer. I can't think of colors any other way. I love oh, that wow. so much that you just yeah. gave a hex code. It's a very nice. That is the I mean, second time that has happened on Thank here. Thank you. The second time. <laughs> we always ask, like, would you like to give us the hex? And they're all just like, blue. I'm like, quit fucking boring, aren't you? <laughs> what shade of blue? And then we're like, what shade of blue? And they're like, a dark blue. Dark blue. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay, fine. We're going to wrap Thanks. it up here. All right. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks for Bye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Beth, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Um, I'll go and get it out of the way because I'm going to be the boring one. Oh. Blue. No, actually, I flip between, um, like, the, you know, the little Crayola. Okay, so I'm not a technology person, um, but I do love Crayola crayons and, you know, the little, like, a cerulean one that, like, you color it. It's, like, the perfect blue. I do yeah. really love that one. Ooh, um, oh, my God. That's pretty. That's a good crayon. And, and purples. I like Oh, that is a good color. Bro, you just unlocked, like, a memory from that one crayon? Like, that's always like the one crayon that I always reach yeah. for. Yeah, perfect. You know? Yes, it is yeah. perfect. Oh my god, I'm so glad I found someone here that feels Bro, the same way about this crayon. There it is. For reminding me about it because I forgot. <laughs> wow. That one. Hell yeah. I found the crayon. Yeah, me too. Oh my god, that's the one. Oh my god, not the rose art one. That's no. not the same. It's no, no, no. We use Crayola in this house. Oh, we use yes, Crayola. that's right. We are rich and bougie. Exactly. No <laughs> off-brand. <laughs> no off-brand shit. So uh, I think okay. So this has always been a really hard question for me to answer because I just like colors. So mainly my wardrobe is just black and then I'll randomly like one day just come out and be like somebody just puked colors all over me and then everyone's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, what are you talking about? Um, but I would probably, I would probably say like a pastel pink or Ooh. a pastel purple. Okay. Or oh, like, um, or like a, or like a, like an aquamarine blue but it's like lighter like those are like my favorites so much so that i literally <laughs> um yeah, show i like pastel colors a lot so i'm walking over to my music room i actually painted my music room wall with pastel <gasps> colors oh <my> <laughs> i haven't seen that yet right? oh that is so cool oh i miss that room <laughs> i love it so much so for the people listening, I my music room is like squiggles of different pastel colors because I like them. And like the little thingy on the couch matches too. Um, yeah. So I love any like pastel or I love anything that's bright in like, like these like bright oranges, bright yellows, you know, things that like really catch your eye. <laughs> yeah, it's um, like in your face. Yeah, it's like in your face. But with colors, it just like depends on like 
what do you mean for like clothing or vibe because if you go in my living room it's literally like different colors wow. everywhere and our house talk. Hi, MTV Cribs. What's up? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but yeah, but I I love those colors on top of black. I know that's like super specific, but those are like the type of colors that I lean towards. Plus, growing up, my room was purple, and then it was a pastel pink. So I think oh that's my where God, I got it. Too. Oh my God! Twins, <laughs> twins, and then it was a pastel <laughs> purple. It was a pastel yes! purple, and I had a pastel pink rug. Oh my! Oh my God! God. And a pastel pink, like, giant, like, fan. One of those Japanese fans on the wall. Yeah. I love that. Oh, it's so good. And then my next room was actually the the same color, like, similar to your hex code, Maddox. When I was, like, 18, <laughs> it was that blue. I'm not even kidding. Uh, oh but, yeah, God. those are, those are my favorite colors, you know. I could be edgy and say black because black. it's all the colors. Yeah. I'm going to throw <laughs> <one>. Don't <laughs> <be> <laughs> soul. Um... That quote from the office where Dwight's interviewing Andy and or no. Yeah, he is. And he's he's like, what's the best color? And Andy's like, it's white because that has all the colors. And Dwight's like, no, it's black because it's the most dominant, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm religiously watching office. So everything has an office reference. Of course. <laughs> Me too. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's my favorite color. Awesome. So, with uh, a Z. With a Z. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> as Rayanne said, that is all the questions we have today. Is there anything you would like to plug? Ooh, all right. My mixtape drops yeah. SoundCloud. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would just say our, our new our new music video and our new singles for Sick on 7th Street. It's on all the streaming platforms. What else, what else is it on? Like uh, LinkedIn. Um, what are the other ones? Uh, FetLife. FetLife. Um, yeah. MySpace. Uh, Healthcare.gov. Only farmers. <laughs> only farmers. No way. Farmers. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Actually, I think I saw it there. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to start dropping our podcast on farmers only. Christian Star Runner. So it is everywhere that you can possibly find music. And really non music. It's everywhere. literally everywhere. Um, no, but yeah, um, check out Look our... to your left, there's our new single. Know, oh, right? shit. No way. Right. Quick, I confused. Um, definitely go out, listen to your, you know, look at the music video that I worked really hard on. King. I want validation. You did a great job with. Thank you. Um, it was awesome. <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, all of our streaming, um, Spotify, Apple, everywhere. Um, you know, we, we're on Facebook, too, at Sarah and the Safe Word. We're on Twitter. I'm on Twitter now. Uh, but our Twitter <laughs> handle is at STSWBand, right? Did I get it right? Yes. Yeah. Look yep. at me. Yep. Guys. Oh, um, in- yeah. Instagram at Sarah and the Safe Word. Uh, check us out. Give us a follow. Yeah, ch- yeah, check our Instagram. We've been doing a couple live streams every now and then. Uh, sometimes it's just Sarah and Keenan. Other times, like last time, it was all of us. So whenever we do a live stream, we'll post about it on Instagram or Facebook or anything. Those are a lot of fun. It's like our best way to play shows right now. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Yep. And we've got stuff coming eventually. We do. So mm-hmm. you know, keep an eye out and all that. Oh, wink, wink, nudge, yeah. nudge. Okay. <laughs> we um, haven't stopped working over here. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, so thank you for sitting down with us. This has been Sarah and the Safe Word, and we're the Good Nights Podcast.